Good morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's Morning Coffee with Larry on Tuesday, August 13th, 2019. Ah, well, hey, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad we're here. I'm glad, uh, from the looks of it, everybody is here. Uh, <laughs> Uh, the reason I'm saying that, if you're not from our area, we had some pretty severe storms that were going uh, through the area and were especially strong close to uh, a line that was going straight east out of Springfield, Illinois. There were tornadoes that were sighted probably, I'm going to guess... Um, 30 miles north of us and that storm system which was very long was coming down towards us we were watching the uh, well actually I had gotten out of a bee meeting last night for our bee club we had a, a speaker from down at Decoyne Illinois a big beekeeper and on my way home it was it was I guess between 830 and 9 and the cloud um, lightning bouncing around in this giant cloud was absolutely unreal. Uh, we were having, I was trying to count, and there was probably eight lightning bolts flashing around in the cloud every second. It was just an electrical storm. And I actually got out, did a little Facebook Live just of, you know, the lightning. It was still a long distance away, but uh, it was it was something. And then whenever uh, I got home, I was watching it on the news and seeing where there had been uh, a tornado in the Edinburgh, Illinois area. There was also one near Stonington that formed another one at Dalton City area so I was keeping track of it and uh, a little concern for my daughter in Charleston because it looked like it was going there but then it started moving south towards us about the time my wife got home and so we uh, in the dark quickly went over to check the uh, uh, the animals and I had not been home very long before she got home, and so I hadn't made it out there to close things up for night, and we're looking and we're listening to the reports of 60 plus mile an hour winds, quarter size hail, and here we got all these outdoor animals. So we're uh, moving, <laughs> moving outdoor uh, meat chickens that are just three weeks old because if the wind hits their chicken tractor the way it's designed it'll just blow it um, blow it over and we would lose probably lose all those chicks so we move them in <laughs> this is gonna sound bad but we have special cages that I made when we take them to the meat processor and we had to put them in the cages to move them inside you know now that I think about it in the morning <laughs> that's just kind of a little creepy sounding but anyway um, we then took the tarp off the chicken tractor so it wouldn't catch the wind and get blown over. Um, all the, the goats and the dogs were going to be fending for themselves 
out there in the pens. We closed up the doors for the laying hens and kept track and made arrangements with the neighbor if we needed to evacuate because a tornado was coming our direction. But thankfully, we didn't have a tornado continue or form around us that we're aware of. There was a lot of rain and a lot of lightning, but um, we believe, I haven't been out there to the, the livestock yet, I'm gonna be going out there shortly, but I believe we weathered the storm. Uh, so, uh, yep, glad we're here. Glad I'm here to be able to make a podcast. And, uh, but sometimes, well, that's how it is in central Illinois. You can get some crazy, scary storm systems um, that, that move through the area. And actually where we have our house is an area where there have been many photographs of tornadoes or funnel clouds going over right where we are, where our house is. So, but we do have a storm cellar that is over at the farmstead that we can evacuate to there with you know a little bit of notice. We also have a neighbor with a basement that's real good. And uh, so that's kind of where uh, we had our excitement last night. But this morning, not well actually I'm a little drowsy. Didn't wake up till about five o'clock because we didn't get to bed till after midnight. Uh, just keeping track of things. And the butter pecan coffee tastes pretty good this morning. <laughs> so anyway, let's um, let's get into our topic. And I know I keep saying I'm going to try to keep it short, and then I just keep going and going and going. That's because I'm a quicksaw, and that's just what happens. But I had I had received this uh, on my Facebook feed, and it is so true. And it actually, it takes me back to the late 1980s when I first got out of college and started working um, with our local mental health center as the Effingham County Substance, or I'm sorry, um, what was my title? Effingham County Substance I guess it was just FEM County Prevention Coordinator. That's what it was, but it was working in the substance abuse field. My job was to put out there and support schools and organizations that were enacting uh, substance abuse prevention activities. Um, back in the 80s, we had a big Just Say No campaign uh, that was the First Ladies, uh, Nancy Reagan's, uh, you know, project as a first lady. She, uh, there was a lot of funding that was available at that time. It was, you know, it was, it was uh, great times for, for prevention. Pre people uh, really taking an interest in helping people stay away from, you know, abusive substances, unlike today. But there was often an issue that came up and it ties in with this. So let me just read this little statement or at least the first part um, and then kind of talk about it some. It says, just because you did something wrong in your past 
doesn't mean you can't advocate against it now. You see, a lot of parents then said, well, I drank as a teenager or I smoked pot as a teenager, so I can't tell my kids not to do it now because I did it as a kid. What's the problem with that logic? Basically, it's saying, yeah, I felt pressured or I wanted to fit in and my kids do too and even though maybe I had problems with it or I watched my friends in school develop problems with it because we did I'm not going to advocate against it as a parent yeah that's a problem that is a problem you see the next part of it I think is is key it doesn't make you a hypocrite you grew. Let me go back from the beginning and tie it in. Just because you did something wrong in the past doesn't mean you can't advocate against it now. It doesn't make you a hypocrite. You grew. Don't let people use your past to invalidate your current mindset of growth. A concept. Embrace it. You see, it's very easy for people to do stupid things bad things, the latest, uh, you know, thing that people are doing. And we, we, in our immaturity, in emotional decision-making, we can wind up doing those kinds of things. Does that mean that at age 25 or 35 or 45 or 55, that we would do that same thing again? Oh gosh, no. There's some people that will. You know some. I know some. They still act more like teenagers than they do adults. The rest of us grew. We matured. We learned from mistakes. Either the mistakes that we made or from the mistakes that we saw other people make. And when it's something, a mistake that we made and we learned, don't we have an obligation to pass that on to people so they don't have to be the ones to make the mistake? You know, it's to me, I've always said there's a tremendous amount of wisdom in being able to not make a mistake in the first place because we saw the effects of other people making that mistake before us. Well, you know what? Sometimes we get to be that learning example. We get to be that learning example. We can tell and share our testimony of the mistakes that we have made and the growth that we have made since. That we're not just saying, oh, kids will be kids. We can say, no, I'm against that. And yes, maybe I participated in it, maybe I didn't. Maybe I advocated for that, maybe I didn't. But now I see it differently. No, I don't want my son or daughter to do certain things that either I did or that I watched my friends do because I saw the consequences. You see, there's wisdom in learning from other generations' mistakes. That's why it's not always wise to destroy history regarding decisions from the past. It's not always wise 
to automatically condemn something, sticking our fingers in our ears going, la, 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 I can't hear you, la, 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 la. Yeah. And sometimes what people were involved in, in the past, they've changed. They've changed, they've modified it, they have learned from mistakes and made a difference in whatever it is. So don't let somebody, especially your kids or your grandkids, manipulate, manipulate you into trying to approve of their desire to do something wrong. Just because you did something wrong in the past doesn't mean you can't advocate against it now. It doesn't make you a hypocrite. You grew. Don't let people use your past to invalidate your current mindset, growth. A concept, embrace it. Yeah. All right, keeping it short today, keeping it real today. <laughs> and now it's time to go see how the uh, chickens are, how the goats are. Oh, it was funny because as we were out there, and the winds really hadn't started yet, but we were moving things around. All of a sudden, the four wild ducks took flight out of the pen. And it's like, <laughs> do they know something that we need to know? Because here it is, pitch black, and they are heading out. So hopefully, with the first light, they're going to be back for breakfast. So I'll keep you updated. Have a great one today. Love y'all. Bye. Before you go, I just wanted to give a quick plug for another podcast that I record called the I Hate Anxiety Podcast. If you struggle with anxiety and would like some uh, information as well as practical suggestions and tips for dealing with anxiety, why don't you tune in for a listen? You can download it the same place where you download this podcast, the I Hate Anxiety Podcast. Have a great day.